I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Well, hello everyone, and you join us here today to talk about something a little bit different. So, as you well know, this is a YouTube channel about watches, and normally we talk about the watches, but today I'd like to talk a little bit more about the YouTube. We did a recent Q&A, Tom, um, where a few people asked about how we choose our watches and how the videos are made, and I wanted to get a little bit more of a, a behind-the-scenes look. So I thought, uh, with the way things are going with YouTube, this would be a great opportunity to start to reveal some of that behind-the-scenes stuff that people have been asking for. Um, Tom, we've been working on YouTube now for five years, four, five years since we laid down our first track. Yeah, that's been a, a little while, hasn't it? Um, it seemed like a bit more of a blue ocean back then. It was just, it was just us and TGV, <laughs> and <laughs> now there's loads of people doing it, which is great. But yeah, it, and, and and it seems like YouTube is constantly moving the goalposts as well. So um, yeah, it's very different now. It's still fun. <laughs> Yeah, it is. It is definitely fun. We've we've had the advantage of being here for a while now, not as long as many people have been on YouTube, but I think in the watch space we're probably one of the oldest ones, and it gives us some really interesting insights that we can share as to how things have changed and and how it means that we have to accommodate that. So, um, for the benefit of you, dear listener and viewer, I'm going to give you a little bit of a potted history of of how things have changed with um, what's known as the algorithm. So back when we first started, Tom, you right, you might remember that our views and our growth were incredibly consistent. Same number of subscribers, same number of views, same number of growth, sort of month on month, like clockwork, really. Um, and now that's that's very very different. And I think a lot of the reason for this is one, as you mentioned, there are, there are more people in this space. And do you know what? As an aside on that, it's been really great to talk to a lot of the people who have uh, have joined us on this YouTube journey in the in the watch space, um, and to hear how um, how we inspired them to do that. Now that's fantastic, and I'm and I'm so glad to see <laughs> what was a very empty looking blue ocean starting to fill up with a few interesting boats of different shapes and sizes yeah but the really interesting part for me isn't so much how that's changed but how youtube itself has changed things used to be very consistent back then things have changed now um what have you noticed do you think in how youtube has changed so it used to be like broadcast yourself but now it's broadcast yourself getting angry at stuff <laughs> 
if you upload a video to YouTube, it's a drop in a bucket. There's so much content on there. And I think standing out is really, really, really hard thing to do. So if you can cut through the noise, YouTube rewards you with that. And I think there are various ways to do that. And one of those things is to be a bit maybe sensationalist, if that's not too strong a word. It's not enough to just do what you want. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Um, a few of my favourite YouTube channels, I've, I've noticed this just looking at the stats. Um, Smarter Every Day is one I enjoy. Carfection, enjoy that one. And MKBHD. All channels that are dedicated to informative educational storytelling. And I've noticed that all three of those have declined in terms of their performance, not in terms of the quality of their content, but in terms of their performance over the last few years. Uh, something I noticed, actually, when, when coronavirus happened, there was a big shift in how YouTube was watched. All of the adults were thrown out of their routines and stopped watching YouTube as much. All of the kids were no longer in school and started watching YouTube a lot more. So channels that were popular with kids exploded and channels that are popular with adults started a decline that we've we've seen that we've uh, we certainly saw affecting our channel too uh, and and what this seems to have done is as things have begun to recover it shifted a little bit of youtube's priorities with what are known as impressions um an, an impression is who youtube shows a video to and in in what capacity so Tom, how do you, when you watch YouTube and you watch the stuff that you watch, how do you tend to find it? I've recently got a smartphone that has apps on it and stuff, so um, I watch a bit. And can I add there that when Tom says he recently got a smartphone, that is, he didn't have any kind of smartphone before. Not he's got a good one now, he had nothing before. I think he just had like an old BT Cellnet flip phone or something with two lines of dot matrix display, and then you've got an iPhone. I do miss those clamshells. Um... But yeah, so I started watching YouTube on my phone and um, what was really annoyed me is it sort of by default opens on the home page, which shows mm. you stuff that you're not interested in. But I watch it anyway. Um, so I've been really getting into wrestling and UFC. Um, but then I realised I needed to tab over to um, my subscriptions panel and that would show you all the all the channels that you subscribe to and then and then and then you can see the videos that you actually want to watch not what youtube wants to show you so it's yeah. really strange and I, I have to keep training myself to go to my subscriptions to actually see the stuff i choose to watch as opposed to what youtube chooses for me well something we've learned from instagram is that the more immediate impact a video has in grabbing your attention, the more successful it will be to a wider number of people. That kind of makes sense, doesn't it? You're mm. casting a wider net with smaller holes that's going to catch more fish. Um, and even more so now, we're seeing YouTube pushing shorts ahead. So if, if you bundle up a load of very, very eye-catching, sensationalist shorts, your channel will get an immense amount more views than you would do otherwise just with your normal videos. Um, and we've seen big channels uh, like Smarter Every Day address this kind of stuff and saying, that, well, I have to do it. If I want to continue being successful, it's not a case of if I want to do it, I have to do it. And the reason for this is those impressions. You were talking about how the home screen is this vacuum of your attention and you have to force yourself to go to down, down the subscription feed. People will be subscribed to a channel and miss a whole bunch of their videos because those videos aren't recommended to them on their homepage feed. 
Yeah. And it's something that we're seeing more and more of that regular viewers don't even realize that we have a video out because that video is not a sensationalist title. So you might see people saying, why do you always post about Rolex when the last 10 videos weren't about Rolex? Because they haven't seen those last 10 videos because they weren't shared to them on their homepage screen. The Rolex one was because the Rolex one is more popular and is shared via the homepage screen via those impressions. So like you say, you, if you want to see the videos that a channel puts out and you want to make sure you see all of them, you have to go to the subscription feed. Mm. And I'll tell you what, Tom, um, because I'm, I'm sure you're the same, but I pour my heart and soul into making these videos and running this channel. And it's, it's quite traumatic. From the early days of it being a consistent, very, very stable growth, like a, a gentle, stable growth, to now it's up one month, down one month. You put a, put a video out that you think is going to be really interesting and nobody watches it. You put a video out that's got a clickbait title and everyone watches it. Everyone complains in the comments, of course, but then it gets views. And ultimately, why else are we making this channel if not for people to see it? Yeah. It's, it's worth noting, of course, that this isn't our personal channel. It's it's for Watchfinder. And Watchfinder is very, very kind in letting us make what we want to make. But ultimately, if we make a channel talking to no one, it's going to be hard to justify doing that. Yeah, we'll get unassigned and we'll have to sit on the roof in deck chairs and with the Richemont Rubik's Cube, and then they'll <laughs> stick us back in the post room. <laughs> exactly, yeah. And I do not want to go back in that post room. <laughs> Um, which which brings me on really to what do we want to do with the channel? Well, I mean that's fairly straightforward. Really, I want to feature the watches that I like, go to the places that I want to go to, and do the things that I find interesting to talk about. Um, yeah. Cross reference that with the things that people want to see, and then you've got yourself a channel. But that used to be a lot easier because people were seeing those videos and seeing all of that stuff and going oh yeah this is what i want to see but now because of those impressions the stuff that people say they want to see and want to watch they aren't seeing and aren't therefore watching yeah they're too busy watching seth rogan's most iconic roles and uh the 10 best stone cold stunners <laughs> of all time again i'm kind of on the fence on that one i, I might watch those <laughs> instead as well and i just want to add here as well that because those videos are popular doesn't mean that they're wrong. People can watch whatever content they like. If you might not like it, other people may not like it, but a lot of people do. So it's, it's great to see that people are getting to see the content that they do want. It's just really a shame that there are people who like other types of content that don't necessarily get to see it because of the way uh, YouTube has been geared up for the maximum views. So like you know, our good friend Nico Leonard, absolutely smashing it. He has nailed the YouTube algorithm. He's like pulled it apart into its component ingredients and then gone, this is how I'm going to make videos. And you can absolutely see it's working. And I will be honest, I'm a little bit jealous. I'm a little bit jealous, Nico. You heard it here first. Um, but it, I don't think that's necessarily something that I want to pursue for our stuff. And I can feel like we're almost being forced down that route into doing it, as the thumbnail might uh, allude to. So it's, it's why some of my favourite channels the ones that I enjoy most, that I feel bring really rich, longer, 10-20 minute form content, are starting to see a decline. And it's a real shame. Um, like I want to go to places where we find the most interesting watches and interesting people and interesting uh, facilities and share a whole bunch of stuff with the people on this channel. Like really, really grow what we do. 
But I'm kind of worried that if we do that, that it's just going to get lost in the noise. It's not got that instant, immediate punch that grabs people's attention and that it'll ultimately fail. Yeah, it's a tricky one, isn't it? Because you don't want to be low effort, but then you don't want to expend a lot of time and effort in doing something that ultimately no one's going to see. It's a very strange balancing act. I remember one time I spent a great deal of time photoshopping cats onto all the heads of uh, Rembrandt's Nightwatch uh, for <laughs> clicks. And um, no one liked it. Um, but then someone came along and reposted a picture of a cat with Nicolas Cage's face poorly photoshopped on top of it and uh, loads of clicks. Um, so it's, it's, it's a tough one. It's a tough one. That sounds like a real um, deep cut. F's in chat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So... I'm sure uh, you might be sitting there thinking, what's all this got to do with me? Um, yeah, why are you telling me this? Yeah, why, why am I telling you this, Tom? The, yeah. <laughs> there, there are things that you can do to help us out. If you, if you think our content is good and you want to see more of it, you want to see more of the kind of content that we want to make, the way you can do that is first and foremost, if, if you haven't already, subscribe to the channel. But that these days just isn't enough. You can subscribe to a channel and not be shown a single video if you don't visit the subscription feed. Your homepage feed can be as barren as the desert and you <laughs> won't see a single video. So uh, click the notification bell as well. That means you'll get a, a notification when we upload a video. Although that doesn't always work. Sometimes you still won't get a notification because YouTube doesn't think it's worthwhile. So what you have to do is go to your subscription feed see what people have been posting from the people that you're subscribed to and, and check those out instead of falling down the YouTube rabbit hole. It used to be on YouTube that the when the algorithm was not as intelligent as it is now, that no matter what you clicked, no matter where you went, you would always end up on Gangnam Style. Uh, and now it's more evolved. You'll always end up on the loudest, shoutiest, most popular videos. Yeah. Logan Paul farts on a corpse or something. <laughs> um, is that a real video? Can I watch that? Probably. So, uh, well, there's also the other avenue here. What if you don't like our videos? What if you think that our videos have gone downhill? Tell us. Let us know. Um, we want to be more in touch with you guys. Uh, more in the comments. We may not necessarily be able to reply to them all, but we want to read them and find out and engage with you in the community to find out what kind of stuff you want to see. Do you want us to go to Jujula Cult and film what they do there? Do you want us to go and find collectors who have got the most insanium watches that exist? Do you want us to do all that sort of stuff? Do you want us to cover hot new releases from Rolex and Tudor? Do you want us to talk about some lesser known product that might not be as popular overall, but is still a nice purchase? good value that kind of stuff let us know we want to make what you want to see and we really want you to see it uh so yep thank you all for for listening i hope this has been an interesting insight to some of the thoughts and conversations that we have behind closed doors about how this channel operates uh and hopefully a bit of a line in the sand for us to find a way to make the content that you want to see uh and find the watches that we want to talk about so let us know your thoughts. Do indeed smash that like button. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.